Welcome to the Walking on Sunshine podcast. If you want to get through the intro, please fast forward two seconds. Welcome back to Walking on Sunshine. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kid Jackson. And I'm the second co-host, Jack Welcome back. Yeah, so um, today we're going to be talking about owning pets. Alongside with us, we have Matteo Marsili, a fellow ninth grader. Hello. And he in his lifetime. Yeah, there he is right there. In his life, he has owned uh, two goldfish. Jack, on the other hand, has had literally every pet, even a turtle. And me, well, I have two cats and, and one dog. And don't worry, we're not going to be going into the the debates about dogs versus cats because the answer is already obvious. <coughs> cats. No, we got to avoid controversy. Okay, so moving forward. So, Mondo, how was it owning a goldfish? Or two? I uh, can't particularly say that it was very fun since it's literally just putting food in the tank and <laughs> listening to the tank. <laughs> Do you feel you had a when did you have when did you have these goldfish? Oh, I had them at a very young age, since around like seven or eight. And where are they now? Well, one uh well. I remember correctly, one goldfish died, and the other one ate him, and became a very big balloon. And then that one died after being so fat. And then, uh, I'm pretty sure I buried one in the backyard. And then, when the backyard was remade, then he was gone. Wow, it's pretty tragic. Very tragic. Were you were you sad about this? Uh, not particularly, since they were just goldfish. So obviously goldfish suck. I guess you can put it that way. And growing up, did you ever regret not being able to have like a pet that, you know, that means a lot to you, you know, such as a dog or a cat, something that's actually very close to you? Or a hamster. Well, I never had any problem without a pet, but when I'd visit my friend's house, I would always, you know, I guess get along with their pets. And is, is there any particular reason why you didn't have any pets growing up? Well, the particular reason is that my parents never actually wanted a pet, even though they both had one as children, I guess. So you sort of feel uh, mistreated? No, no, no. I really couldn't care less. You, so you really are not that, you're not that type of person who needs to live with a pet, right? Definitely not. So we thought maybe we could uh, share some stories, maybe encourage you to uh, think about pets. Uh, hopefully your parents could listen to this and, you know, maybe in two weeks you have a dog of your own, you know? Yeah, maybe. Even though he doesn't want one. That's what we do here. So, Jack, what pets did you have or do you have? Oof. Okay, currently I have three dogs. I have two that were, you know, found on the street and we took them in. And one that we recently got, he, her name is Matilda. She's a bulldog, very young. She's a puppy. And I have two cats and then a bunny. But growing up, I had everything from over 50 fish, um, many bunnies, many hamsters, guinea pigs, turtles, birds. 50 fish? Yes, because... <laughs> 
So they they uh they made it and they had like over 100 little fish. So we we just had many fish growing up and then birds and turtles and dogs and cats, literally everything. You were living in a zoo, I guess. Yes, I've always been living in a zoo. I've always been a fanatic for, you know, animals ever since I was a little kid. I just love that. How about you, kid? Um, I have I have one dog who I've had since since a while. Since um years. That didn't make sense. I've had a dog for a while and then also I have two cats that I rescued. And then uh one I've had a cat that, that's it that has died. And then we got then we just uh got a new cat. I'm not gonna say replace, but you know. I feel like you were about to say replaced. Yeah, me too. <laughs> What's up with that? That's a horrible thing. I would never replace a cat with another. You know, it's always it's always a new essence or a new being and a completely new face. This one is actually, um, this one unlike the other uh, steals food all the time, and we like to call her Rat Cat. So instead of replacing a cat with one cat, you replace them with two more cats. Well, that's debatable. I mean, I. I um my cats I never really replaced them but they they did have very tragic deaths like very very tragic uh like three three of my cats died because they fell off you know a, a top floor from my apartment we tried to save them but you know it was obviously we we didn't want them suffering so we had to put them down but yeah they've had very tragic deaths I wouldn't say replace them but we yeah. currently have two other cats yeah. I mean, it just there's so many there's so many animals in the world that when you lose one, taking one on is not it's not like you're replacing them. Perhaps you're even honoring them by rescuing another cat off the street. At least that's how that's how I imagined it. So you, your guys' cycle is uh, rescue cats, let them die, and honor them by getting another cat. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, that's too bad. Ah. Uh, but anyways, let's move forward into, into, I was just wondering, you know, Jack, you being someone who, what's this guy's name? Uh, you're basically a Dr. Doolittle. Sure, sure, you can call me that. So, have you ever, have you ever had any crazy pet stories? Definitely, I definitely have many. One in particular that, stand, that stands out was when I, my first two dogs that really connected with me were a German Shepherd and a bulldog and they were literally like best friends and this one day this one night actually i was the only one that would walk the dogs with my dad and we went to walk the dogs with my dad and i was very young i was like eight years old i was wearing these pajamas very long pants and i was holding the german shepherd you know which is a very big dog at the time it was almost as big as me and then the german shepherd her name was Estela. she saw another dog Another big dog, a Great Dane, you know, a Great Dane is a very, very big dog, very big dog. And so after my German Shepherd saw the Great Dane and noticed the Great Dane, he started running towards the Great Dane. And then I, (laughs) my dad always told me to never let go of the dog because then, you know, it would go off running and we would lose him or her. So I kept on holding on like an idiot. And then the dog was dragging me across the street with my knees on the ground and I was holding on to the leash and she was running and I couldn't hold her back. So my, my knees were on the ground and then in, 
my dog was pulling me all the way to the Great Dane. And then finally, when she stopped, because my dad intervened, I had my entire pajamas were ripped because I was literally dragged along the street with my knees on the ground. And then I was bleeding everywhere. And yeah, that, that's one story that, that kind of stands out. That doesn't seem like a, like a pet-friendly story. Something, something like that has actually happened to me too. So my dog, her name is Alu, and she's a, she's a mix. She's sort of like a beagle and something else. And uh, she's like extremely fast. Like uh, we, would, we would used to take her to dog parks and then she would like race the big dogs and just like kill them, right? So um, we got her, I used to live in New York. We had her in New York and we had this big front yard and we had like a big tree in the, in the middle of it and we would ru- I would run around the front yard. But then, uh, so then one time I had come back from like a soccer game. I was really bad at soccer, but everyone else was even worse at soccer. So I was like a god in a sense. So I came back from soccer. That was actually the, my prime of so- my soccer career. But I would come back. For, I came back from soccer, and then um, I started running with her in my hand. And then, <laughs> and then she started. She started to like get excited, you know. And you know, like when dogs get excited, they start like like sort of galloping. You know, what I'm talking about Jack. No idea what that word means, but sure. Uh, like running, galloping. So anyways, she started running, and then she started sprinting extremely fast. And then uh, it was sort of like she like changed gears, and in changing gears, there was sort of a, a sudden yank. And I just went flying into the air and then got like dragged across half the, half the yard in circles. It was... Um, <laughs> It was sort of like uh, I don't know if anyone's ever been rafting or banana boating, but when whenever the whenever the boat does a turn, you go flying this way and flying that way. It was sort of like that, but I was on the ground being dragged. How old were you when this uh, event happened? I was five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me get this straight. You both had uh, you were both swagged by by your dogs. <laughs> And you, we both experienced similar experiences to rafting, which is a lot faster. Yes. You know, Mateo, I don't, I don't know if you're uh, throwing shade right now to to Kid and I, or or you're just jealous because you never owned a dog. Well, listen, bro. As you can see, there's a lot of fun in owning a dog, and I don't know. Maybe these stories will change your mind and uh, convince you to get a dog. Okay. Okay. Why don't you tell us the poop story? Okay. I love that. I love the poop story. <laughs> okay, we'll finish this up on this story. So basically when you when you if you're like me and you have a dog in your house or you own a dog, um walking the dog sometimes can be really annoying, like just seems like something like, Oh, I'm gonna go waste my time walking basically. But when you get out it's actually really freeing. So uh one morning I, I, I woke up and my mom she what she does is right when I wake up on weekends she like waits until the very last second because I wake up at like 11. So she'll wait until then where the dog really has to go to the bathroom and then she'll guilt me or she'll force me to go walk the dog because she hasn't been out all day basically, right? So then I wake up, um, she tells me to go do it, but then I just, what I do is I just go right back to sleep and then I wake up again and then I take like 30 minutes, you know, getting ready and everything because it takes 30 minutes to put on a hat. And then finally when I get out, right, uh, I get downstairs and then I realize that I forgot to bring a poop bag. <laughs> and you know, it's really awkward not having a poop bag. So 
we're walking, we're walking. I'm hoping she doesn't poop, but eventually, literally right in front of Playero, she goes, she goes and she just poops in front of everybody. Everybody was literally watching me, like waiting for me to pick up the poop. So, <laughs> so me seeing that, I sort of freak out, and, and uh, me and her, we run back. Her being a super fast runner, we made we made it back pretty quick, but still, I don't think I can ever walk by Playero again, honestly. <laughs> The lucky part about this story is that you were wearing a mask. True. So nobody's going to be able to recognize you. Yeah. Maybe, I think maybe I should just burn that mask, honestly. I don't know why. I feel like this happens for a purpose because every time I forget a poop bag, I'm like looking around and I'm like, okay, thank God, thank God. There's nobody, there's nobody, there's nobody. <laughs> and my dog is pooping and then, you know, he keeps on pooping and pooping. He's taking forever. And I'm like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And then, of course, the second he finishes, like, 50 cars come by. Like, yeah. people start walking by, and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I don't have a poop bag. Super awkward. It sucks. And then and then if you have someone, and then if you have, a, like, someone who else who owns a dog and is walking by you, they'll, like, give you, like, an evil look. And then you can either, you can either choose to, like, face them and ask for a bag from them, which is extremely awkward. Or you could just walk away and leave them thinking horrible things about you. You basically become a criminal in their eyes. So you have to become a spy and watch out when people see your dog poop. Yeah, basically. But Mother, we hope um, us telling these stories motivates you to get a pet. Hopefully you can convince your parents and have a dog of your own. Yeah. Yeah, well, I never really asked for one, so this might... uh... Made me rethink of ever thinking of having one. So, thanks. Nevertheless, dogs and cats, and of course, many other animals, are loving creatures that you can create an unbreakable bond with. And of course, there are many dogs and cats out there that don't have homes and that need, you know, an adoption or at least to be taken in for a little while. So, go to Save a Gato or Save a Sato and try to save these animals' lives because. Trust me, you're gonna create an, a you're gonna create a bond with them that you're gonna cherish for the rest of your life. I see my pets and my dogs and cats like my own family, so thank you. Great. So that's gonna conclude this episode of Walking on Sunshine. Thank you for listening. Um and tune in next week. Peace. Awkward ending.